Agenda setting conversations of the day. Well, there's a lot of conversations, of course, this morning around HIV AIDS. You heard earlier about that, and you know, of course, how important all of this is. Well, there's a new, what's described as a new national strategic plan that runs from now until 2028, and officials are describing it as a roadmap for ending HIV, TB, and sexually transmitted infections as public health threats. I should tell you that this conversation is being brought to you by the South African National AIDS Council. The CEO of SANAC is Dr. Timbasida Kulu. Dr. Kulu, good morning to you and thank you for your time on SAFM Sunrise this morning. Morning, morning, Stephen. Thank you so much for having me. When we talk about a national strategic plan and it's easy to drown in the jargon, what is the national strategic plan? What's it supposed to do? All right, thanks. So a national strategic plan is essentially a five-year strategy which describes how the country is supposed to respond in unison to the uh, the issues of HIV, TB, and STIs. So we bring together government, uh, civil society, private sector, and we all sit down and plan to say, based on the current status of our HIV, TB, and STI uh, pandemics, these are the interventions that we are going to implement, but this is how we are going to move together as a country so that we achieve our objectives, for 2025 as well as 2030 where we plan to end uh, AIDS by 2030. Okay, and your role in this is the South African National AIDS Council. What's your mandate here? So the uh, SANAC is uh, the highest decision-making body in terms of uh, HIV, TB and STI policy in South Africa. So we coordinate all the three sectors um, and we essentially then uh, develop uh, the the national strategic plan in terms of extensive uh, public consultations we then take this through all the governance structures of SANAC, and it is uh, chaired by the deputy president. And at a forum called plenary is where uh, the, the plan would be approved and then go to cabinet and finally then be implemented. So we essentially bring together all the stakeholders. We, we, we control and we support the, the dialogue. Um, and then we bring people a plan now that belongs to them. Uh, it sounds like quite a lot of meetings and things, and I realize these are important, but I mean, I think for a lot of people, they want to see some sort of action. Does all of this planning lead to that kind of action? And I mean, it must do if we look at the past track record. Absolutely. I think with this particular um, NSP, which was developed after extensive consultation, we had to have talks with uh, communities because we are aware that sitting in boardrooms and making decisions on behalf of the people is not the way that we are going to um, end uh, HIV and TB. So we have had consultations at community level. The plan is community-centered and community-led. And by that, I mean when we are in communities, for instance, conducting testing or distributing medication, the systems that we're working in are called uh, CLM, which is community-led monitoring. And it's the communities themselves that are, are driving programs at community level you know, and uh, embedding them in the social systems to make sure that we are responding not only to health needs, but to social needs. So it's no longer a matter of, you know, boardroom decisions, but we decide with the people, not for them. Um, I notice the, the way this is phrased is quite important. So the plan wants to end HIV, TB and sexually transmitted infections as public health threats by 2030. So um, you won't be able to end it by 2030, uh, but, but nobody could. But as a public health threat, what do you mean by that? So that means we essentially want the number of deaths uh, to come down and uh, the number of uh, new infections also to come down significantly. The problem that we are seeing now is we have, um, in terms of our 95, 95, 95, 
we have a, a, a huge gap on the second 95, which is the number of people on treatment. And that therefore means that not uh, enough people are on treatment. Therefore, people are still succumbing either to opportunistic infections, you know, or to um, um, AIDS as the end stage of HIV. So when you, when you manage it as a public health threat, you actually limit the number of deaths because you have people on treatment, meaning they are suppressed and have a good quality of life, and the number of new infections comes down to a significant level such that we don't have uh, new infections at the rate that we have them at present. Where can I find the plan? If I sort of Google South Africa AIDS National Strategic Plan, will I find it? Absolutely. On the uh, SANAC website, uh, sanac.org.za, uh, the soft copy is there. And for people who are at the conference uh, in Durban, we have so, uh, hard copies at the SANAC stand. And then uh, for everybody who knows in all their provinces where SANAC offices are, we now have hard copies available there as well. Dr. Tembasile Kulu, thank you very much indeed. I really do appreciate the time. The CEO of the South African National AIDS Council and that conversation brought to you by the South African National AIDS Council.